Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. Blue Magic. That's a brand name. Like Pepsi. That's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. What I'm talking about is when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? Alright guys, I am here. It's your girl D. Scott and it is Manic Monday, December 7th, 2015. And tonight's show is still Girl Code 101 because there was some shit that I forgot to talk about last week. And thank you guys for listening. That was one of the hottest shows um, of the year as we near 100 episodes. Thank you very much for all your listening. I'm going to try to do a little giveaway when we get to the, uh, the 100th one. But so tonight the show is Girl Code 101, and it's a continuation of the bullshit that happened last week because I forgot to mention some shit. Mm. And tonight I'm drinking a little white wine because I'm feeling like – it's still a little bit, you know, warm out. It's not it's not too cold up here in upstate New York. I just had an amazing meeting with um some little, you know, political figures that we're going to be doing some some not big things, but just some necessary things for 2016, including opening my store, which all the zero fucks uh, merchandise, zero FUX, hashtag zero FUX can be purchased. So let me just get right into it. <clears throat> so last week, you know, of course, I caught hell from, you know, Mr. Man himself, because I'm sure that he listened to the show and was like, damn, you know, you sit up here talking about this motherfucker. So we, you know, we, we had to have a, have a time. And what a lot of people don't understand as well is that I neglected to mention a lot of shit that I'm actually going to get off my chest today because it's part of my mental health journey so that I feel okay. And which is why the brand Zero Fucks was started in the first place. So what I neglected to mention last week was that I was talking to my homeboy and, you know, he was just like, you know, one thing I never got to worry about you. I never got to worry. You still keep it G. You still do, you know, what you say you're going to do, whatever, whatever. And I keep it so G that let me tell you women what happens. So 
you, you know, rule number one, you can't be a whore. That's girl code 101. Rule number one, don't be a whore. But what you can do is while that motherfucker is not entertaining you, you can entertain your motherfucking self, and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So I was dealing with someone that was in a situation that we thought that she was imaginary or a figment of his mind. We didn't know what his mental state was. And so basically on one of my trips down to Houston, I, because, you know, y'all are such good friends, Jahari and Billy, because I'm, I'm still not done yet. I'm not done yet. So y'all are such good friends that, did Jahari tell you that when I came down there the one time and you was being mean and we had stopped speaking because I had to cuss you the fuck out and you cussed me out or whatever, whatever. Did Jahari tell you that while she was down there, her and Tristan took me to my homeboy's house so that I could pick up the keys to stay at his crib? So yeah, I was staying at my homegirl's house, but at the same time, I also had access to my homeboy's house that lives down there, whom I never slept with he ain't never seen me naked we ain't never even been on a date that's just my homeboy and um he wasn't even in town and so jahari took me over there and um he lived probably five minutes away from where i was staying at at my homegirl's house down there in the galleria area of, of, of houston and um we get into the little gated community whatever whatever and while i was in the house he called me he said you know what y'all can take whatever y'all want to take it's some money in the drawer if you need some money he's like i'm probably not gonna be back i'm on a project he's a uh project manager he owns a, a construction company and um the, the, so why y'all sitting there breaking bread did Jahari tell you that she also took a bottle of uh ray and nephew rum out of out of my people's house when you was acting stupid and stingy and acting like you didn't want to call nobody back after she texted you and asked you hey listen you know denise is in town this that and the third and you was like nah i'm you know i'm good i'm good i'm good when you was trying to be in a relationship like a normal person so what you men fail to realize is like I said this, I could be 172 fucking years old, and guess what? I don't care if I was in a fucking red wheelchair. I'm a still, I'm a pimp by blood, not relation. I'm a still do what the fuck I want to do. If I'm not married, I'm single. If you're not married, you're single too. So you can't, you can save all the advice on trying to tell me how you're going to do this, and we're going to get to the Aisha Curry situation in a minute, which I think is fucking funny. But my whole situation is, so while y'all breaking bread, and you know, and I see that Jahari neglected to tell you that she was going to come over with purge masks and everything else. Did she tell you that while you was being ridiculous, that, um, she came with me to pick up keys to another dude's house while I was there waiting to see you, and then you didn't want to see me, and I still didn't see dude. You know, I returned the keys and left him, left him at my homegirl's house and then let, let that be. Okay, so wait, let me fast forward because I forgot to tell you since y'all such good friends. Did Jahari also tell you, Billy, that when I came down there the second time when I did see you and you stayed with me for them couple of days, did she tell you that right before you came to my hotel that there was a Liberian soccer player that was there that was frolicking in the pool with us and it was actually Jahari that helped me clean up my hotel room so that there was no remnant that another dude was in there? Now, not that he stayed there with me because he didn't. You know, he picked me up from the airport, all that good shit. I was very clear about it. It was very clear on my Instagram. But just remember, I'm a pimp by blood, not relation, okay? So just because you stop doing you, that don't mean that I have to stop doing me, okay? And I was monogamous. I didn't fuck around on you. I didn't, you know, get, give no cookies to nobody. But at the same time, if you're not entertaining me, motherfucker, it's going to be somebody else. So right when, right before you came, we had been drinking all day. So she drinking his liquor, too. Now, this is a different dude. So everybody want to sit there and make it seem like I was so hurt and broken up. No, motherfucker, I was still out there handling my business. You don't want to talk to me, somebody will. And if that don't work, I'll just be by myself. It's not that serious. So then after 
we we got him out the house. The dude that I was on the phone with when I was in your truck after we came from the Mexican restaurant where the mariachi band was playing and we had them um them damn margaritas where I couldn't feel my face like there was some type of you know activity going on in them. And then when I went back home and beat the brakes off you in the hotel room and you was acting like you didn't want to give me nothing, I told you to take your fucking clothes off. So at the end of the day, just make sure that when y'all talking to each other that y'all address all these issues. You know, because I noticed she had issue with you, hence why y'all such good friends. She never told you that on both occasions when I was down there, I don't have to talk to you. You understand what I'm saying? So I thought that, you know, excuse me, because I thought that she was my friend based upon the fact that, you know, she didn't tell you that. You know, and this isn't for for me to hurt you. This is just to let you know that I was who the fuck I said I was. I never changed. Just like when I had that issue with old boy in Rochester, he was like, oh, you mad about this? And I snapshotted the picture that I was with one of my exes. I am never, ever in a situation where y'all just going to do me dirty like that. You want to do you? That's cool. I'm going to do me, too. And I don't got to fuck a dude to get his attention. I don't got to be half naked to get his attention. Because I deal with real motherfuckers that's not in situations that don't got to lie about a situation to be with me. Motherfuckers are proud to be with me. They're not embarrassed. They're not like, oh, and you was proud too, motherfucker. That's why everybody was like, wait a minute. I thought y'all was together. I said, no, that's not my dude. And remember, I told you that. I said, when you got your certification, I said, unfortunately, publicly, I cannot claim you. I can't go on your, your Instagram and your social media and be like, congratulations, and thank you for attributing you getting your certification, you know, in such record time to me. You know, you said I was your muse. You said I was this. You said I was that. Not that I care. And I, and I believe you. You know, I was your inspiration, right? And the first thing I said to you is I said, if your people, if she exists, finds out that you're dealing with me, what do you think the first thing she's going to ask you? And you said, I think she's going to ask me, do I love you? And I said, and what are you going to say? And you said, Billy, you said, I'm going to tell her that I have definite feelings for you. So to get a text message from this girl, your people. I told you before, don't bring that shit to my doorstep because I'm not nice. She want to send me pictures. I could send her pictures too, but I, I wouldn't do that. I didn't do that to you. I could send her pictures, classic pictures too, pictures that are life ending, but I didn't do that to you. So I was nice. So while you sitting there thinking that I was eating people's faces off last week, I was very generous. I was very nice. I didn't eat your face. I just told the truth. Okay, so when you sit in there, because I, cause I want you to understand why, how I felt duped. When you sitting there breaking bread with this motherfucker, do you understand that you breaking bread with a deceitful motherfucker that I thought was my friend, right, Jahari, that sat there on two separate occasions while a dude was in my face? So that's your friend, right? And you didn't know nothing about it, right? Now, I didn't sleep with either one of them. I don't have communication with either one of them except the one. That's, that's my homeboy, 50 grand. But just so you know, women, you don't got to talk to nobody. If that motherfucker is acting up, replace that hoe. Throw champagne on that motherfucker, cancel that bitch, get a new one. You understand what I'm saying? It's too many people, too many good men in the world. I don't subscribe to the philosophy that all men ain't shit. The dudes that I deal with, even in this situation, you know, he's a good dude. Billy, you a good dude. You work. You was working two jobs because your girlfriend had to quit because she had, you know, mental issues, which, you know, whatever. I don't understand that because I got mental issues, too, court-mandated mental issues. But at the end of the day, I still get up and go to work and grind for my family. 
You know, it's just y'all two. So I hope y'all work this shit out. Just leave me the fuck up out of it. And I'm going to continue to talk about this shit anytime I remember something because I don't give a fuck and because I don't want nobody to ever sit up there and make it seem like, you know, I begged you to be with me or that it, it, it was something else going on than what it was. Motherfucker, I was very clear about who you were. You just weren't clear about who the fuck I was. And that's why everybody got their motherfucking feelings hurt last week. And I don't give a fuck about your situation because you clearly didn't give a fuck about mine. I could have been laying up with my dude and, and receive a text message from you because it's under your name, right? I'm sorry. I didn't call you Billy. I used to call you Bear. You're, you're saved under Bear in my phone where you were. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm here sipping on that white wine. But I felt the need to put that further out there just to show you the level of the fact that, Jahari, I really did think you was my friend. You know, so now that, that we're not friends, I don't have to keep secrets. And it wasn't a secret. You know what I'm saying? I do what the fuck I want to do anyway. I'm not your, I'm not your girlfriend. I could do whatever the fuck I want to do. You the one in the situation. I wasn't in the situation. You know, so I just feel like I hope that everybody feels disrespected. I hope that everybody feels upset. And I hope that everybody got their motherfucking feelings hurt last week because y'all didn't give a fuck about my feelings. And Girl Code 101 tells me that, you know what, before you enter into something, you should make sure that it's fucking worth it. Right. I have never looked back on any situation and felt like it wasn't worth it. And not only that, like I said, not only that, I fucked with you literally. I think it was 24 hours after I found out that my grandmother died. So don't don't put too many notches on your belt because I was in a situation of disarray. I was out of town with my family, bringing my son to see his father and, and the new baby and all that good stuff. You know, so, yes, it felt like. We had known each other for years, and there was a connection, and it was a full moon and all this other crazy shit. But at the same time, don't ever think that you, 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 were, you were stable enough to deal with the giants, and you're a beta male. You're not an alpha male. An alpha male would have been able to make a snap decision and be like, I'm not going to be unhappy. You choose to be unhappy, and that's one of the things that I couldn't stand about you is that you choose repetition. This isn't emasculating you. This is me, like you said, Denise, I keep forgetting that you always see my blind spots. I don't want to see no black man in a situation where I feel like he's going to hurt another black woman. Now, the reason I didn't give a fuck about your situation is because you didn't give a fuck. And I told you that day one, I said, you don't give a fuck about that motherfucker? I don't either. I don't know. I've never seen her. I don't have no type of guilt. So please, don't ever try to make me feel bad because you claim that you were dealing with somebody that we never seen. We can't even confirm the motherfucker exists. Nobody knows her name. In all your circle, not Jahari, not nobody knows this motherfucker's name. So let that be a lesson to you. You understand what I'm saying? It's one thing to keep a motherfucker private, and it's another thing to keep shit a secret. I can't be a secret, and I told you that. And you did not make no effort at all to keep shit a secret, because it would have never worked. The minute I touch it down in Houston, it's not a fucking secret. Okay? So, mm, I just feel like I wasn't finished last week because I was so upset that motherfuckers want to sit back and have a fucking conversation. There ain't no conversation to be had. Y'all motherfuckers was fucked up. So basically, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cut... Um I'm going to cut to one of my songs that I'm feeling good, that I'm feeling good about right now. It's that Bryson Tiller shit. He got a new one. And I know I be playing these songs back to back to back, but I don't care because this song make me feel good. Make me feel good like Halle Berry and Monsters Ball. <laughs> don't, don't play with us. Don't be this silent. Ay. Still not understanding this logic. Ay. I'm back and I'm better. Want you bad as ever Don't let me just let up I wanna give you better Baby, it's whatever Somebody gotta step up Somebody's on next up Be 
them if I let them catch up It's easy to see that you're fed up I am on a whole nother level Girl, he only f***ed you over cause you let him Girl, I guess he didn't know any better Girl, that man didn't show any ever Do all I can just to show you you're special Certain it's your love that holds me together Lately you say he been killing the vibe Gotta be sick of this guy Pull up skirt, get in the right Left hand is steering, the other is gripping your thighs Light up a spliff and get high Shawty, you deserve what you been missing Looking at you, I'm thinking he must be driven Play this song for him, just listen Something to the effect of she was like, you know, 
y'all are talking about the way I dress. She was like, you know, this generation has, she said something to the effect of this generation has lost a lot of class. You know, she was like, I choose to keep myself covered up to the one that, you know, except for the one that really matters. So she's basically saying like, I could, you know, and she wears, you know, clothes that fit her shape, but she's not titties out, ass out, you know, whatever. She's not inappropriate. And what people don't understand is like, it's not to say that she said that she was better. She didn't say that. What she said was, that's what I choose to do. And they're devout Christians. They've been in the church. They're a praying family. And that's just not, that's just what she chooses to do. No different than if a Muslim woman chooses to wear a, a hijab, whatever, a sook, it doesn't matter. So all these, you know, women came out and started saying, like, you know, that's fucked up that you would say that, you know, we was hoes based on this or based on that. And she's like, I didn't, you know, I didn't say that. You know what I mean? She's like, what I said was X, Y, and Z. And then I posted a picture today on my Instagram. Basically, if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, it's at miss.d.scott. And basically what it said um, was it, it, she had a cup. She was holding a coffee mug because she's actually a um, – she also is a cook. She's a little chef. She's doing her own thing. She's doing a um, a show. And I think she's been on HGTV as well. And um, – he, uh, she, it's a cup and it says hose tears in it because the only people that had a problem, and this is the other issue that I have with, um, people saying, you know, uh, certain things about feminism, like feminism does not mean you get to be a fucking whore. Like, let's, let's be clear about that shit, you know, because I don't consider myself a feminist. I consider myself a traditionalist, which means that there are certain things that I'm going to do because I'm a woman, not because I can't do them because I am a woman, but just certain things I'm going to do, like, you know, comb my hair. Right. So that doesn't give you the right to be a fucking whore, like in, in relation to the Amber Rose slut shaming and her saying that she's a feminist. Like, are we calling you a slut because that's what you really are? Or are you just like slut shaming? And again, and I don't even want to get into that topic is something that's based on rape victims not wanting to testify on stand because they didn't want to be quote unquote slut shamed into saying, well, you shouldn't have worn that and you shouldn't have done that. No man has the right to touch you or to disrespect you anyways. However, when you allow it, it you know, are we really, are you really, you know, being that way and you're not a slut and you just don't like to be called that by this person? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand. You know, it's not okay for you to ever call me a bitch. You understand what I'm saying? It's not okay for you to ever call me a hoe. It's not okay for you to ever, like, it's just, it's not okay. So I don't subscribe to the philosophy that I'm a feminist because I think it's not okay for you to treat me like shit, you know? And I think that it was amazing for her to stand up and say, look, if that's what the fuck you choose to do, she didn't say that, that's me saying it, then that's cool, but that's not what I choose to do. You know, Stephon Curry don't mind, you know, but when you have women that are out there saying, like, you know, it shouldn't matter how she dresses. I took it back to the Dave Chappelle, and you can go on Aisha Curry's page and see what I posted about it. And I said, you know, Dave Chappelle, the comedian, made a comment one day, and he goes, yeah, you know, when you see an officer, somebody in a police officer's uniform, you assume they're the police. So you're going to run up to them, help me, help me, help me. And then, you know, how would you feel if you walked up to somebody and they're like, no, nah, I'm not the police, I just was wearing the police uniform. So if you a hoe and you're not a hoe, right, and you chose to have all your assets out, that's your business. But don't be mad when someone's preconceived notion supersedes who you really are. So I'm fully aware that if I buy this purple sequin dress right now at the Internet with my boobs and everything hanging out, that is a very specific type of setting that I would have to wear that dress in because I don't want to be deemed as a motherfucking hoe because I'm not. 
So for me, it's it's a situation where it's like, you know, I have to be careful even what I wear because I'm somebody's mom. So, no, is this dress appropriate for me to wear to a PTA meeting? No. But could I wear it in Miami and just photograph it to the side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, you took pictures with your bra and your jeans on. Yeah, because that's me in my house in a sports bra. That's how I roll. Am I sitting in a dirty bathroom mirror? No. Girl code doesn't allow me to do that. I don't need to show you that. That's supposed to be for the person that I'm with. You know what I mean? No man, no man, listen to what I said, wants to see his woman splattered all over the Internet. Unless you're one of those, you know, chauvinistic guys that's really into saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I I used to always say that black men would never marry a Playboy model. And then Hank Bassett proved us wrong when he went and married Kendra Wilkinson um, from, you know, the girl next door, which was the Hugh Hefner show, which I love Kendra. But I'm just saying there used to be a stigma attached to that. And then I see the superhead, Corin Stephens, has had more boyfriends in the last two, three years than I have. You know what I mean? And it's not because she's a hoe. It's just because people have become desensitized to this whole sexual revolution that's going on and people showing their bodies and talking about what they're doing. I'm from the old school. I ain't finna tell you I'm sucking on nothing but a lollipop sitting at the bus stop. But I don't sit at the bus stop. That's an LL Cool J song, Round the Way Girl. And I did used to have a Fendi bag and a bad attitude. But I just felt like I wanted to clear the air about that. And I was supposed to have one of my, my family members call in and expose something. Um... And I, and I don't know the guy's name personally, but I guess he was an up-and-coming um, comedian. And basically, he was talking shit about one of the area's best comedians, which his name is, we call him Black Ernie. And I've known Ernie for years and years and years. He's the guy that I was supposed to be on the show. I fell asleep, whatever, and then I had to, you know, make it up to him or whatever. But, you know, he's, he's you know, a guy that's affiliated with Mike Epps. He's been in the No Bullying Project. You know, he does a tremendous amount of work and he's just he's he's very well known in the community it's 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 almost you know like he's his own celebrity in our community so everybody knows who black ernie is he goes on tour you know and he's been very pivotal in the in the no bully campaign and bringing mike epps here he opened up for mike epps so to hear someone or to hear about because i wasn't there someone talking shit about him you know, saying that, you know, he don't do shit and he really ain't even that funny and this, that, and the third, and this person, is, 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 you know, he's he's in this person's pocket and this, that, and the third. And it's like, you know, we had to sit down and you have to really look at, you know, the fact that when you start um, elevating, people are going to start trying to drag you down. And so my whole thing is like, look, the guy's out here. He's not out here, you know, doing street shit. He's not out here being a bad parent. He's not out here, you know what I'm saying, being disrespectful to women. You know, he had a successful show, and I just don't understand why Arvis Ewing would think that it was okay that you could come to the community and talk about one of our community pillars, you know, and you know, just get away with it and then sit there and say that, like, Ernie's not doing this and Ernie's not doing that and he's not that funny. Well, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and I don't know this gentleman personally, but what I don't do, and I told you all this last last week, is that I don't allow people to talk about anybody that I know personally. Like, if I talk about them, that's okay because I'm talking about something personal, but I would only say it to some to someone else that knew him or whatever, whatever, or I would say it to their fucking face. The fact that you want to sit around Arvis Ewing, whoever you are, and talk about Ernie Bivens as if you have superseded him in some sort of um, comedic role somewhere or you have done a movie or you have done all this shit doesn't make any sense to me because what you should be doing is trying to 
sit down and figure out, like, not how you can be like Ernie, but how are people going to recognize you? When Ernie opens his mouth, you know, so, so no matter what you think of this guy, people know who he is. You know, so that's to be commended, and that's why I said I don't like for people to sit up and talk shit about other people, but yet you can't tell me what you're doing in the community for comedy. What are you doing in the community for the kids? What are you doing, Mr. Arvis Ewing, in the community besides spreading gossip about other women and then about one of the pillars in the community? And I don't like that shit. I think that shit is fucked up. And, you know, I just found out about it, which is why I'm bringing it up on the show, because, I mean, not that Ernie and I are, like, best friends, but I consider him, you know, somebody that I know, and I wouldn't want to sit here and be responsible for being privy to some information, unlike some people, okay, um, being privy to some information and not call that person out and say, well, why would you talk about this person? I want to give you the opportunity to tell me why you're talking about this person. So you know me, I'm just going to blast it on air. So my whole point is that if you keep a secret with a motherfucker, they know that they can do dirt with you and they know that they can do fucked up shit with you. I don't keep secrets because, I don't, first of all, I, I can't. And then second of all, because it's not necessary because I don't walk in darkness all the time. I don't do shit um, to fuck with people or to fuck people over. People, if you ever notice, and it's funny because my, my close friends and, my, you know, my homeboy, you know, one of my cerebral soulmates was saying to me he says nah you know I can definitely see what happened because people think that I just get on this show and I just snap the fuck out that's not what happens y'all have fucked with me y'all have you know what I'm saying said or done some shit to me that caused me to have to be in a situation where I'm like nah I gotta nah I gotta cut you and then y'all motherfuckers be so infamous for sitting there telling me all your fucking business like I'm not gonna run run back and tell him you sat there and told me all somebody else's business you know what I'm saying that's not cool and so while I'm sitting there and I'm listening to somebody else tell me what this person said, and this isn't no he said, she said. There was people that was actually in the room when he was talking shit, so I just want to publicly put it out there, Mr. Ewing, that, you know, until you get to a certain level in the community where you're able to be in a position where you could talk shit about somebody like Ernie, then you, you hold off until then. Me, I talk shit about everybody because I don't care. My life's an open book. But you guys got to stop keeping shit secret and, you know, being over. If you don't like that motherfucker, don't like him. Just don't fucking talk to him. If I don't like abroad, I'm not going to fucking speak to you. And that, and I'm very clear on that. I'm not going to fucking speak to you at all. You understand what I'm saying? If I want to talk to somebody that you might have used to talk to and I don't know you, I don't give a fuck about you at all. I just don't. So I'm going to go ahead and cut the show short tonight because we have a Tell the Truth Tuesday tomorrow. We're going to do that early. Definite thank you to um, Tommy Brown last week that came on the show and spilled all the tea on the Housewives of Atlanta. I haven't even gotten to watch it. Um, Kim Fields is on there with that fabulous blonde hair, and she's calling herself Hollywood royalty. And, you know, I'm just kind of like, really? Okay. But I want to leave this show with some ignorant gangster shit, and it's one of my tracks that I love by T.I. I was supposed to be at our Basel last weekend and an ATL this weekend, but duty calls. Stay tuned. Denise, D, D Scott gonna be on some Olivia Pope shit in a minute. Y'all gonna learn today. Lag out. I'm a rich nigga. Yeah. Like I don't know. Uh, I could change if I wanna, but I won't though. Do it right even when I'm on the wrong road. Hey. Real talk from the heart, what I'm known for. Skinny jeans, I don't do though. I'm the starter, still part of the shoot for. Fully automatic chopper, you shoot though. Now I'm moving five meal when I shoot. Yeah, but I'm too cold. Long as I'm around for a need you for. Riding 
to sit here for like two hours and do my own goddamn hair and I don't like it. But you know what? Shout out to anybody that fucks with me in 2016 because 2016 ain't going to be our year. We've been living our year. I walk in my purpose every day, so I don't need to wait till the new year to, to get brand new on a motherfucker. Always remember that. Stay in your lane. Zero fucks. If you're not following me already, www.stayinyourlane123.com uh, or you can, and that's where my Twitter and my Instagram is, Facebook for friends and family. And, guys, I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.